It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? The Washington Wizards get blown out 112 to 94. The Boston Celtics shoot red hot from the three-point line. Back-to-back games where we get torched by the other team from the three-point line. Bradley Bill struggles tonight. Let's talk about it. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Lockdown Wizards Podcast. It's your guy, it's your guy, the real Ed Oliver, and my guy Brandon Scott. Just want to thank you guys for listening. Making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day, and make your second listen Locked On NBA. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so the Wizards lost 112 to 94 against the Boston Celtics. They got torched by the Pacers the other night as well. Um, Brandon, what was your thoughts about Bradley Bill's performance tonight? And also, uh, West Hunter Jr. deciding to start Anthony Gill in the second half instead of Denny Obdia. Oh my man, Bradley Bill, the real deal, Bill. He wasn't looking like the real deal tonight. I mean, he was didn't score to the third quarter. You know, he struggled. He struggled from the field. He's just, you know, it's, you know, we we talked a lot about expectations of a franchise player being that number one option being that guy for a franchise this is unacceptable you know not scoring a point to the third quarter this is the boston Celtics. this is a team that is in the path to a championship if you you know he he, he mentioned before the season that his aspirations and i know a lot of people laugh and he knew and they thought he was lying but he said he was serious about building a championship culture and a championship team in dc you know if you want to be that guy you know one you have to show up every game Every single game. I know people are gonna say, "Oh, you know, everybody got, you know, off nights." I'm, a, I'm gonna look at it. All right, I'm gonna use the example, the Jordan documentary. You know, it was Ahmad Rashad, and he was talking about um, when the Bulls, right before the '98 season, when they went to France, and how a lot of players didn't take it serious, but Jordan did. And he was saying that Jordan always played like, you know, somebody in the crowd was watching him play for the first time. He there was no off nights for Jordan. You look at a lot of these great players, these these foundational players, Magic's to LeBron James. You know. There's no such thing as an off night. You're that guy. You are that top tier guy. You're the guy for this franchise. You don't score a single point to the third quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, you're down by 20 and you smiling. <laughs> How are you smiling at? You're down by 20. I mean, right. look, I'm, I know you, hung, you know, you grew up with Jason Tatum and it's, and it's cute and it's cool. But <laughs> <laughs> look, this is, this is team basketball. This is the NBA. Look, it's time to play. You know, there are no friends on the court. Look, Russell Westbrook once said, I have no friends on the court. Look, you got to have the dog mentality. You having a good time? No, that's unacceptable. You know, and getting to Denny, you know, Denny struggled. I mean, you know, everybody struggled. I mean, mm-hmm. before we, there were a few bright spots and we're going to get into it in a little bit, but Monte Morris, while he did contribute seven rebounds, three points. You know, the shot just wasn't dropping. 
Brad Bill, 12 points, four for 16, two for seven from the arc. Unacceptable. As you mentioned, Denny, six points. Kuz, nine points. Now, Porzingis did pitch in 17 points, 13 boards. You know, you look at the bench, Rudy, 13 points, but, you know, nine rebounds, but we're going to touch base on ISO ball. But Barton struggled, four points. You know, Jordan Goodwin was a bright spot, but the decision to bring Gill in, yeah, he had to because Denny was just getting cooked. You know, Tatum and Brown were just doing whatever they wanted. Malcolm Brogdon off the mm-hmm. bench was doing whatever he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And this, and that was, you know, Brogdon is another player that was connected to us <laughs> and he's cooking us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it shows. He's just, wow. So my takeaway is Bradley Bill has to step up. He's got to take it serious. He's got to have that dog mentality. He's got to have that mama mentality. You know, going, you know, shout out to Cole. You know, you got to have that killer mentality. You can't be smiling. You know, you, you got to be out here and be that dog, that that killer on the court. And it, it just showed, you know, we were just not prepared. You know, Indiana kind of humbled us. And the Celtics just showed, you know, I, we both said that this is a measuring stick game. And it showed. We played like a play-in team. We played like a team that, you know, we, we complain about not getting the top 10 pick. We played like this all season, and we were going to get that top 10 pick. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's my takeaways from it. Mm. No, yeah, it was awful. I mean, for your best player who you just paid, you know, 35% of the salary cap, $250 million over five years to go 0 for 12 to start off the game. And then the first three throw he shoots, he misses the free throw, you know. Um, and they cut the lead down to 43 to 53, or they were down by nine at the half. So it was a wonderful game. But you need your number one guy to step up and be a leader and take over. This is a big reason why they lost this game. You look at the other side of the court, like you said, Jason Tatum, he took over from the jump. From the start of the game, he hit back-to-back threes. Jalen Brown has 16 points in the first quarter. Guess how many points the Wizards had in the first quarter? 15 points. Yeah. 15 points. Jalen Brown single-handedly beat the Wizards in the first quarter, 16 to 15. Jason Tatum had double-digit points in the first quarter. And you would think that the Wizards would learn from the Pacers game, but it looked like the same thing, the same old thing, the same old song from that Pacers game, um, not, not stepping out on threes. The pick-and-roll defense is atrocious. Like you said, the communication needs work as well closing out, rotating. The defense is a mess ever since DeLon Wright left or is out for the next six to eight weeks, and it doesn't look like it's going to get any better. Jordan Goodwin, you brought up Jordan Goodwin. He he played he played pretty well, but you can only expect so much from him. Um, Johnny Davis came in. We'll talk about him later, a little bit later. I, I like that he scored. I'll give him credit for that. Um, and he cut to the basket. I did like that. But, yeah, Bradley Bill is a leader, is a number one guy, or who's supposed to be a number one guy. You can't have nights like this, man. You can have some off nights, but you can't start off over 12, man. You can't do that. Um, he didn't really get going until the fourth quarter when the game was basically out of reach. Um, it was a blowout. And uh, other guys working hard and stepping up. But, yeah, you're not getting stops. And like, like you said, the Jason Tatum story is, is cool and fine and dandy, but why are you smiling and joking with him when you're getting blown out every time? Last year we got blown out by the Celtics too, and he was joking around and smiling with Jason Tatum like – this is your this is your job. This is the competition. You're supposed to have that mentality where, hey, we're not friends right now. You know, I'm not going to let you beat my team by 20 and I score zero. And we're going to dap up and, and hug and whatnot. It's just it's, it's just not how it's supposed to work. You know, you can be friends, I guess, after the game. But during the game, you know, you got to put that poker face on and, and go out there and score. That's what you're bet. That's what you're known for. You're known for scoring. And you go you're going out there 0 for 10, 0 for 12. You know, and that's why a lot of people question about that contract, about the no trade calls and the trade kicker. All that stuff is questionable because of this. And, and Brad didn't play well last year. And I think the first couple of games he, he played better, you know, the clutch game against the Bulls and a clutch game against the Pacers. The first time we played the Pacers. 
Um, but yeah, this is a very disappointing performance from Bradley Bill. It's not all on him, but when you're that number one guy, that weight is on is going to be on your shoulders when you get that contract. It's going to be your, on your shoulders, and you got that target on your back. Um, and the decision to start West, I mean, um, the West decision to start Anthony Gill in the second half instead of Denny, this is a questionable decision. You know, Anthony Gill wasn't great on defense either, but um, the lineup that did bring them back it was Gill, Porzingis. Um, I wrote it down because they actually had a, they had a they had a mini comeback. Denny, it was um, Jordan Goodwin, Bradley Bill, Porzingis, Anthony Gill, and Denny was in the lineup in there too when they cut the lead to forty three to fifty three. So um, I, I'm just not really understanding the bench. And to be honest, a hundred percent, I get it. Denny wasn't playing, but there were other guys that weren't playing well either. So, uh, but we're we're gonna get some more on the game. But before we do get into that this episode is brought to you by bet online bet online is your number one source for betting football in the start of the new basketball season find all the latest player developments team matchups news podcasts and in-depth analysis on every game and as always bet online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events including mlb mma boxing and golf Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online with a game. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Starts. All right. So just looking at the stats as well, because you know, we talked about that before we started the podcast. Um, the Wizards shot 38% from the from the field. Um, 21% from the three-point line. The the Celtics shot 44% from the from the three-point line. Scorching hot, just like the Pacers were. Um the Celtics were 19 for 20 from the free throw line. We were 11 for 16, 68%. Uh, we actually out-rebounded them 52 to 47. We actually had 16 offensive boards, so we did a good job on that. Um, 22 assists, ball movement. We just didn't see much ball movement. The offense was stagnant. Um, the Celtics had 29 assists. Uh, we had six blocks. They had five blocks. We only had 10 turnovers. So it's not like we turned the ball over a lot tonight. Uh, we didn't shoot ourselves in the foot. It's just we're just so poor on the t- defensive side of the ball. We had 46 points in the paint. We only allowed 28. Points in the pay because they were just so hot from the three. Um, but yeah, just you know, what was your thoughts on the ball movement and, and defense and then any other takeaways that you had in the game? Um, I'm gonna touch back real fast on the, the Denny. Um, I, I agree, it was very questionable with Gil because I mean it wasn't on Denny. I mean, it was just it was a team mm-hmm. struggle. You know, there were bright spots, but it went on Denny. I, I was surprised because you know, even though he struggled, he was still solid defensively. So yeah, very questionable call, but this really illuminates three people here. Obviously, Bradley Bill. You know, Bradley Bill as a number one, it calls it comes into questions. You know, if you look at the Bulls game, coming, it really changes your mind a little bit because it was a close game and it was without two key players. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, really illuminates a little bit. It's just, man. But two other people, Wes, he is his forte coming to DC was defense. Right. This is right. year two. <clears throat> year two. You know. How long is it's kind of like going? You know, I'm gonna touch base on football. You know, how how many years are you gonna wait for the system to you know to be implemented? You know, touching on Ron Rivera. So getting back to West, you know, year two, you want to start to see 
some fruitation. You know, we you brought over Monte Morris, you brought over Barton. You know, you want to see something with defense. It's atrocious. And Tommy Shepard, look, these are the type of signings that get people fired. You know, you sign a guy to a supermax, not knowing, you know, if he's that number one option or not. You know, you the number one guy, you got to show up. So, you know, getting to the stats, uh, field goal percentage, thirty-eight <laughs> percent to their forty-five. Free throws, my God, the free throws just—they're—they're they're missing key free throws, and it shows. It's. <laughs> They got to hit free throws. They're free for a reason. They got to hit those. I mean, 68%. Boston shot 95% behind at, at the free throw line. Mm. Um, Three-point shooting. Lord have mercy. 21% behind the arc. Unacceptable. It's just and – it, and if you look at the shots, they're low percentage three-point shots. They're, they're terrible. Um, ball movement. I mean, ball movement – I don't know what it is with this, this, you know, this ISO. I'm gonna dribble the ball for 15 seconds and then try to dish the, the drive. It's, it's got to stop. It's not working. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> the very definition of insanity is trying the same thing and expecting different results. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I mean, we got to stop. I mean, we showed that when this team plays team basketball, when they when it's ball movement and it's fluid, they're a very good team. They're a very good team. They can play. When you know, there's two players uh, that I, you know, it's it's Bill and at times Rui. Now, you notice there's a lot of possessions where you can see there is like seven seconds in the clock and they're shooting. There's no ball movement. There's no fluidity in the offense. You know, Rui, he'll get the ball with his back to the basket, and there's pretty much a 90% chance he's going to shoot it. He mm-hmm. doesn't dish it out. You know, he's not looking for the open shooter. It's just, I mean, again, defense, not stepping up to the three-point shooters. They're going to cook you. These teams, look, next two games are Philly. Go ahead and play. Go ahead and play games. Philly will cook you. I'm telling you right now, Embiid will cook you. James Harden is still a threat. He can cook you. Maxi, the list goes on. Tobias Harris. I mean, you've got to step to the three-point line. There, there is no communication on defense. You know, people are lost. There's no, there's nobody taking charge on the defensive end. It's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's atrocious. And I'm looking at West and I'm looking at Bill because Bill, yes, I'm going to put it on Bill. I'm going to tell you why because you are that guy. You you got to be that voice in the locker room. You can you got to step up. And West, you got your forte's defense. If you can't do what they brought you here to do, then you know. Then at the end of the day, it's just you know I get it. His father was you know big name in DC, big name for the Bullets. But to a certain degree, you got to do your job. You know I thought it was a good signing, especially when you look at the the lineage. But you have to do the job they brought you here to do. Defense has to get better on this team. So yeah, I mean. Some more takeaways. Offensive rebounds was a plus. Uh, Jordan Goo was a plus. Um, <laughs> bro, that's about not it. much. Yeah, it's not much. I mean, it really isn't. Now, Porzingis, I thought he played well, 17 points, 13 boards. I thought when they gave him the ball in the post, he was effective. Um, he was just able to short, shoot over guys. Monte Morris, yeah, we got to see improvement from him. He's not able to get to the basket. He's not be. He's not able to get into the paint. He's not able to penetrate. Um, and, and create shots for others. I mean, you know, this is just what it, his his real role is really a backup point guard. That's what he was on the Nuggets. He had to he was forced to be a starter when Jamal Murray got injured. And uh, right now we're seeing why. I mean, Monte Morris is a good player, but three points in twenty seven minutes, seven rebounds. You got to get more from him. And then the Pacers game, I didn't get to talk about that much. Tyrese Halliburton was just scoring on him left and right. Nobody can stop Tyrese Halliburton. Nobody can stop Matherin. Nobody can stop Miles Turner. Um, that game was very disappointing, to be honest with you. Um, and Tyrese Halliburton one time did the too small gesture on Monte Morris because he was just shooting over him and scoring on him uh, fairly easily. Um, 
Kuzma just had an off night tonight, too. Nine points, nine boards, three for 13 from the field. Uh, Denny, six points. Um, Brad, 12 points, four for 16 from the field. Just really off. Gill offensively had a solid game. Ten points, five boards, four for six from the field. Rui, 13 points, five for 12, nine boards. I thought he tried. I did like the pass that he had to Johnny Davis, or Johnny Davis did cut to the basket. But Jordan Goodwin, they may have to start him next game. Seriously, you know, West may just have to try lineups, and if guys aren't defending, then, yeah, you just got to start other people or play other people. Because um, Jordan Goodwin, he, when he came out there, he had – look at the plus-minus box. I know people don't really care for that stat at, at all, really, but it, it can be a misleading stat. But he, he was a plus-8. Anthony Gill was a plus-8 tonight, too. Denny was a minus-9. Uh, Monte Morris was a minus-26, and, and Bradley Bill was a minus-13. Uh, Rory was a minus-17. Um, but Jordan Goodwin, he came in there and made an impact. He got a steal. He got a block. He made a jumper. He was just running around with reckless abandon, playing, you know, kind of like similar to DeLon Wright. His defense is, of course, not as good as DeLon Wright, but at least he was giving effort on the defensive side of the ball. He forced Jason Tatum to travel at one point. So I want to see more minutes from the young man. I really do. And and Johnny Davis got in there with four minutes left in the first quarter, so I'm happy that he's playing. If they're going to lose games and, and just be bad, then, yeah, Johnny Davis might as well stay and not go to the G League. They might as well just develop guys and see what they can do. Um. You know, I know it's early to talk about that in the future, of course, but um, these next couple games are going to be tough. Like you said, they play the um, they got the Sixers next, who's who's a playoff team. Sixers back to back games with the Sixers and they play with the Nets. The Nets aren't good, but the, the way that we're playing, the Nets probably they, they could easily blow us out as well. Then we play the Grizzlies, who are a, ser- a serious playoff team as well. So, um but yeah, just looking at my notes, they there's not good ball right now. They look like chickens with their cuts with their heads cut off on defense. Like you said, West is a defensive minded coach, and he's really been no better than than Scott Brooks on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, with Scott Brooks, we were ranked 20th in defensive rating, and then last year we were 25th under West Hunsell Jr. So it really hasn't been much improvement on the defensive end that I've seen. Maybe the, the 10 and 3 start last year. Other than that, it's been in the same old bad defense from the Washington. I have not seen anything change. And I like Wes as a person. Um, I think he's a good guy and all, but, you know, he, he struggled, you know, with the locker room last year, def- on, on defense as well. So um, there's a lot to be desired from Wes Unser Jr. too. Yeah, it is because the spotlight is on him, you know. Hey, I'm, sorry, Johnny, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Johnny Davis, he had like three quick fouls in the first quarter too. There was one time where he didn't even let Jalen Brown catch the ball. So he just needs to calm down, relax a little bit. In the Pacers game, Johnny Davis was getting blown by too. Buddy Hill just blew by him really easily, and he was he was kind of a, a turnstile on defense too. So, uh, but that's that's just my last thoughts on the game. <laughs> no, nah, I mean great minds think alike because I was mm-hmm. just thinking about that, and I, I was watching the game. It's just the fouls. There's no discipline. You know mm-hmm. the Johnny Davis fouls. It was just like they were they were avoidable fouls. It's just mm-hmm. there's no discipline. You know it's just. I, yeah, you got me, brother. I don't know because it, it's games like these that you have to win. Look, Boston's mm-hmm. a championship contending team. Philadelphia is a championship contending team. You know, if you look at Brooklyn, you know, I know that Kyrie got in a little trouble. You know, it's not it ain't the platform to talk about it. You right, know, right. but and really, you know, as a small little note, take a look at that. You know, because Brooklyn, look, Indiana gave the business too. So mm-hmm. you know, how long is this this big three of Kyrie Irving and KD and and uh, yeah, <laughs> see, <laughs> you know how how long are they going to try to run those three? I mean, it's just you could see Kyrie get moved, so that's a, that's a name to look at. But you know, Memphis, yo, John Morant ain't no mm-hmm. John Morant was seeing a handily smokers. I mean, I'm just Memphis has a good team. I just 
this is the game. It's just a mission stick game. It, it proved that maybe we kind of got a little hit on ourselves a little bit. You know, I'm gonna demote them a little bit. They, they, they went back to solid three <laughs> because yeah, they just, yeah, because it just it didn't look good. I mean, KP to his defense did contribute, but even then at the center position, I mean, Al Horford did whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, it just Boston showed why they were they're they're a championship contending team. They just they they took care of business tonight. It was just and, and touching base on Monte Morris. I, I don't think it's too early to start talking about maybe potentially bringing in a starting point guard because Monte, you know, he was that guy on the bench and obviously you with Jamal Murray going out, he had to start, but he's just, he's not the answer at, at the point guard position. He's just not, mm-hmm. you know, and we really, yeah, it's just, we have to mm-hmm. look for that long-term option. Look, we got to stop trying to find these band-aids, you know, Spencer right, did what he right. didn't work out. Yep. Now, you know, Monte didn't work out. You know, how many times? Isaiah you know, Thomas. Yeah, you know, you you had uh, Tim Trey Frazier. Burke, Tim <laughs> Frazier. Yeah. I mean, Isaiah the list goes Thomas. on. Uh, yeah, Trey Burke. Oh, man. Shabazz I mean, Napier. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how many times are we going to try to do this? You know what I mean? It's just we have to find a long-term option. You know, and it's just it goes back to John Wall. You know, we haven't had yep. that solid option since J-Dub was in D.C. Mm-hmm. And we got to find that long-term option. So I do see – I don't know if it's going to be at the deadline. I don't know if it's going to be – at what point it's going to happen, but I do see Tommy making that consolidation trade I keep talking about because you have to. You know, starting point guard is a position that we need to be solid because Bill, he, he's not that guy who's going to bring the ball up. I mean, if you have to, yeah, but it showed. Tonight, isn't it? that was another thing. That showed he they, – they called his bluff. They gave him all the time in the world to dribble. And, he, mm-hmm. and many times he missed the dribble, you know, almost turned the ball over. It's just enough's enough. All right, Brad has to step up. Mm-hmm. And Coos, you want that money? You got to earn it, man. You, I mean, right. you know, you don't earn it just against small tier teams. You got to show up against the Celtics, the 76ers, the Bucks, the Heat. The list goes on. So the way they played tonight, they played like a top ten draft team, in my opinion. But a lottery team, and the lottery may be the best um, thing for this team. To be honest with you, it really might be. This is a really good draft. Um, Victor Wanyama. I don't think they're going to be that bad. To get him, but if they're a lot of reluctant, haven't there's a guy named Scoot Henderson, and I'm not going to bring these guys up again until <laughs> we'll see, we'll evaluate. Honestly, we got to see how this team is by the time Delon Wright gets back, because six yeah. to eight weeks from now, this team could be they could fool around and be like five and and fifteen. That's how bad they look uh, on the defensive side of the ball, um, and just in general right now with without Delon Wright. And it's crazy to think Delon Wright is how important. I didn't think Delon Wright would be that. Important important to this team and I love DeLon Wright I just didn't anticipate for it for you know stuff to go downhill so bad with him not being there uh we didn't even talk about Gaff Gaff had 10 minutes 0 for 1 0 points like we talked about his contract is coming up too so <laughs> they got to evaluate what's going on with Daniel Gafford they really do um Isaiah Todd scored tonight Shaq will hit a three but that wasn't you know five minutes left in the game I guess we'll get to the comments real quick and we'll wrap it up it is um, pretty late on a Sunday. We just thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, backs attack, backs attack. He says, hashtag fire t- Tommy Shepard. <laughs> he also says, hashtag sell the team Ted. Uh, we're not going to say too much about that. Uh, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Hey, at least the commanders won. The commanders yeah, there won you go. Tonight. There we go. That's good news. I got my commander's hat. You know, you should be wearing your Legend of Taylor Heineke shirt tonight, Brandon. I know. <laughs> you really should. Hey, he showed out, you know, but he did. 
He did. Bubba said it's time to go all in for an all-star. I mean, we just don't have the assets and the, the, the picks are protected. So, I mean, it's like, who are you going to trade to bring in a guy? Like, you know, our guys can't even get playing time. Like, Denny can't even play. Yeah. Rui barely gets playing time here and there. He gets playing time, but barely. So, we just don't have any assets, to be honest. You know, Johnny Davis barely plays. You know, we don't have a lot of picks to really give. So, you know, teams are looking at our assets and they're just like, you know, you don't have anything to give us, you know. Um, well, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I think another question you got to ask is what team wants any of our young guys or any of them? You know, Kuz, I could see, would be mm -hmm. a commodity on the trade market and really could. But Kispert coming off an injury, uh, you know, his his play style is very limited. His shooting is good, but mm -hmm. his defense has, you know, who, which mm -hmm. one of these young guys or, or vets would anybody want? I mean, right. I like Barton. You know, he's an aspiring contract, but, you know, the draft picks are an issue. The fact that we, you know, even if you wanted to rebuild, could you? I mean, you mm -hmm. don't have any picks. So, I mean, it's just the future's in question. You know, you, you were in limbo. And we've we've asked this question so many times. What is the direction of this team? Is it a, do you want to contend or do you want to tank and develop? They don't want to tank, but maybe you need to. You know, and Ted, you know, you know, there's news that he's trying to buy the Nationals. Look, should you? Look, you need to focus on what you got going on in the Capital One Center. Like, Mm -hmm. You know, what's the direction here? So, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, vlogger, that's my wife. Shout out to her. She said, this game, uh, <laughs> she's saying this game is awful. <laughs> Bubba said they should have taken care of business against the Pacers. They ain't winning in Boston. When's the last time they won in Boston? Tatum owned his boy Brad. Yeah, he's getting the better of Brad. He really has the last couple of games. Now, I know last year we beat him twice to start off in the beginning of the year. Like, the 10-3 and three start, we beat him. Um, and then they – they beat us by like 20 where I think Tatum might have 40 or 50, something like that. And then also Porzingis, after they lost against the Pacers, Porzingis said we underestimated them, which is, which is terrible to hear because, you know, we're only three and one. And then the last time we played them, we barely beat them. So how can you underestimate a team that you barely beat when they were missing miles Turner and you're only three and one. So that was um, very um, interesting to hear from Chris Stepps. And then also uh, West Nelson Jr. This was a quote from West Nelson Jr. After the game, he said, Talked about Denny being benched in the second half or not starting. He said, quote, I didn't think he played the way we wanted him to. He struggled defensively. It's going to happen some nights. That's okay. He'll get another crack at it, end quote. So, um, big, uh, BVI, BVIGGY, 630, uh, yeah, 630, says DeLon getting hurt. Seems like it really hurt the morale or something. We talked about that. Um, Chimp Slayer says, Unsell got to hold his hand up. Did you have any thoughts on that or or no? <laughs> yeah, Wes, man, he needs to step it up. It, um, there's another comment on here about rotation. I mean, yeah, I, it's just overall just a disappointing loss. Mm -hmm. It's just from the players, the coaching, just, oh, man, and that's the thing. It's just you don't know how to feel as a fan because, again, there's no direction. You know, mm -hmm. you do you are you sad or you don't know? I mean, I know there's a lot of fans have been saying, you know, hey, go ahead and <laughs> look terrible. So because the draft looks good, you know, mm -hmm. so I, I don't know. You know, Brad being the guy, you've got to question that. You know, there should be no off nights. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. right. Um, yeah, they, they have to evaluate before the trade deadline. They do have to pick a lane and pick a direction. They really do, because if they make the playoffs, um, or if they if they make if they don't make the playoffs, they keep their pick. If they make the playoffs, then the pick goes to the Knicks who own own the rights to our pick. So you gotta look at it that way. Is it better to 
lose and get our lottery pick or make the playoffs, and we don't even have a first round draft pick. So you got to look at it that way too. Um, and they need young talent. They got to draft because no no free agent is going to come here, and we're not going to trade for a big name guy. We always miss out like Donovan Mitchell. You know that was somebody that the Wizards were poorly interested in, and they couldn't get him. So they they never we never end up getting big name trades. That's just not how it works out for the Washington Wizards. And it's um, crazy because if you look at Donovan Mitchell trade, mm-hmm. what did Cleveland really give up? Laurie Marketing that he wasn't even part of the long term plans anyway. Yeah, Colin yeah. Sexton. They gave up uh, Ojai. They gave up Ochai Agbaji, who they just mm-hmm. drafted this year, who was a rookie. They traded, I want to say, three first round picks too. So they did give up a good amount um, to get Dom, but it wasn't as much as the Rudy Gobert trade because the Rudy Gobert trade was like five first round picks or something. Like oh it was my just, God. yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> that changed the whole landscape of the mm-hmm. NBA right there. It was ridiculous. Right. Um, Omer says. Oh. Bill's not number one, and he knows it. Uh, we we talked about we talked about that a little bit earlier. Uh, Baltimore get up says, "Hate to say, it, I wish we didn't get Bill and got Donovan Mitchell." Um, <laughs> I won't say too much on that either. Uh, Van Gogh says, "I'm excited about the Wizards play. If we continue this play, we get the number one draft pick." What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> there you go. That's the spirit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I mean. You can't say he's too off point. I mean, mm-hmm. it's confusing right now because going into the season, you know, we keep saying it. It going into the season, we went, we had optimism. We had a lot of optimism. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, why not? I don't want to say why not tank, but because you know, obviously, you want to see a team compete. It's just, you know, are, are we fooling ourselves? You know, you know, Bradley Bill. How, how long are we going to wait for him to be that guy? You know what I mean? Like how long? And really, you have to wait because he's got a no trade clause. So you can't flip him. It took so long to flip him. And now, you know, he dictates everything. So you, he's got all the cards in his hands. So, yeah, and he is what he is. He's, you know, I don't see him improving his game or getting any better. He's really improved his game, of course, from his rookie. There were times where he couldn't even dribble the ball. He struggled to dribble the basketball. He's gotten so much better. The John Wall years, you know, he's, he's been able to put the ball in the floor and create for himself. For himself. Um, you know, his shooting has dropped off tremendously. It's like he's shooting with 25% from the three. It's basically like last year. And we were trying to say last year was an outlier that it won't happen again, but it's kind of looking the same uh, shooting numbers as last year and turnovers, turning the ball over as well. He's become a, a better passer, but he's still turning the ball over too. Um, but yeah, I mean, guys, guys don't want to come here and free. We're not a free agent destination. So you have to build through the draft. It's the only way the Wizards can really get better. You're not going to trade for a big-name guy. The only guy that I can see being disgruntled and wanting out is somebody like Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and that's somebody they should really try to get. But, you know, what are we going to give up? Because, of course, the Thunder, they want picks. So it's, it's a conversation for another day. Um, getting that top pick, like I said, I'm not going to bring that up until later. We got to evaluate and see. So I'm not going to bring that up yet. I'm not going to bring the, the tank word up, or the T word, as they call it. I'm not going to talk about that. It's a little too <laughs> early for that. Um, Gilly Brohoff says we can't get to nothing. We can't get to nothing good if West is the coach. Week, week, week. Um, he also says players don't respect him by the way they the by the way they defend. Um, yeah, they didn't respect him last year, obviously, from what we heard and all the the rumblings in the rock, locker room and stuff like that. So that's something that he has to um, work on. You know, getting respect from the locker room and guys. That's something he ha- he really has to uh, work on. Uh, Ronan Zimmer says, I didn't know Denny guarded both Tatum, uh, Tatum, Brown, and Smart. 
Then Wes mentions him. Did you see how Tatum made easy shot on Bill? Did you have anything? Brand, did you want to respond to that comment? I mean, I'm surprised you didn't high five him after you did it. You know. When you... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you just yeah. Yeah, we'll read a couple comments and then we'll wrap up tonight. Um, Vegas, just to, to be honest, the the way this team is assembled is assembled. They're not making the playoffs. You know, we'll see. I said forty and forty two before the season. Um, so we'll see. Bill had zero points until garbage time. Um, Nati Kasahan says, how about the commanders? Yes, sir. We touched on that a little bit. We're not going to talk too much about it because it is locked on Wizards. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Biggie C says the whole team was in different directions. Seven for 32 from three, 38 for, nine, 38 for, 98, 38 for 98 from the field. Was shaking my head. Um, yeah. Um, Daryl Haley says they're still lacking a point guard. Yeah, they, they just don't have a point guard. And, um, you know, it's a tough it's a tough one. They got to have a short memory and bounce back against the Sixers. So, um, Brandon, do you have anything before we wrap it up? Yeah, um, right, real fast. Um, like you mentioned, free agents not want to come here. The perfect model is already in the Eastern Conference is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Same issues that we had. You know, free agents not wanting to come here. You've got to build through the draft. You've got to really make these under-the-radar signings. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to remain optimistic. It's, it's my team. You know, hope for the best. It's just, you know, going forward, we're going to get tested. 76ers, look, they're trying to get that chip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Memphis, so, you know, hey, let's keep it moving. <laughs> let's push forward. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, we always struggled against Joel Embiid. Now, we did beat them last year, too. Um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough matchup. Tyrese Maxey always has a good game against James Harden. James Harden, so got to box out, got to rebound, defend a three point line, communicate on defense, and just play with some pride, man. Play with some pride. We got to get Bill going early. He's got to get early. He's got to get started and going from the jump. Um, same thing. I thought Porzingis played well, but um, overall, I want to see Jordan Goodwin get some more minutes tomorrow night. Oh, absolutely. You know, Jordan Goodwin was a a bright spot tonight. I like what I saw from him. So, you know, hey, you know, like we said, remember Monday night. 76ers at home and then Wednesday night at Philadelphia. So like they got their work cut out for them. But hey, thank from thank you for making Locked on Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on Odyssey, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. So again, tomorrow night at home against the 76ers show out. Give them some support. Please like, subscribe. Instagram and Twitter. Check out me and my guy, the real Ed Oliver. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in tonight. I know it's a late, uh, a late one, but appreciate you. And hey, at least we got a dub with the commanders, right? So yes, sir. You know, yes, sir. So hey, everybody, have a good night and peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.